0: (laughs) Welcome. No. No. uh,
1: So, uh, one of the things, topic for today, we we shared with you guys is fasting, and it's been it's been so wonderful as we've been going through these, uh, these uh, teachings. It it kind of fell on one into another. Like Trish was like, "What are we doing?" I was like, "Fasting." It kind of worked out when we talked about Sabbath. We talked. We were in Isaiah fifty-eight. I even mentioned if you want to learn about fasting, you should jump into Isaiah fifty-eight. And As as we're going to speak about it today, you'll see how each and every one of these um, disciplines kind of fall one after another. Uh, So, to start off, I want want somebody to read Luke nine twenty-three.
0: me let
1: him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me All right, so that that verse w- was was one of those key things because it has two parts of it jesus g- giving, speaking to us about if anyone want to be his disciples right if anybody wants to follow him uh, there was two aspects he said deny yourself and pick up the cross by picking up picking up the cross is the things that, that we talk about about uh taking our sinful nature and it to the cross uh, to take for forgiveness of our sins and everything else that's the picking up the cross having the identity in Christ having an identity in the, those who are forgiven but the first part of it about denying yourself and a lot of times when we talk about denying ourselves it's like this um, painful process that we're just low, low of the low and things like that but we truly believe it as we were we're looking at this and uh, researching. And when we talk about denial, um, there, there's so many things that uh, we would wanna—not even sinful things—but we would wanna deny in our lives that would help us become more like Christ. You know, it—it uh, it, it was simple things. Those there was there was, a, there was a list in the book, and there were simple things of like maybe deny yourself that of some of the entertainment that you want to do or the exercise that you were going to go instead of spending time with your family or or, or anything like that, food. Um, there was just this list of things that, even career, maybe that's not the career that you want to do now or whatever else. So they, they had all these lists that they weren't sinful, but it was just some things that you should prioritize Christ over them. You know what I mean? So again, it's not that you're taking away all the simple things from you. It was just more of um, making Christ and becoming like Christ more of a priority than um, those other things and one of the things that today that we're going to uh, look at is fasting fasting is a denial of food and we wanted to kind of look into that because um, when we look at den- uh, denial and look at, it at fasting it kind of leads to to the fruit of the spirit of self-control and I think that's why it's those those steps we have those steps in, in place because self control is definitely one of those things that, that we struggle with, and that's why it, it is a spiritual fruit. As, as we get closer and closer to, to Christ, as, as we get uh, more in tune with the Holy Spirit and we, we fall under the fruit of the spirits self control is just one of those things that we need. It's self control with our mouth, self control with our actions, self control what we put in our mouth. And everything else. So um, that's kind of how we wanted to connect the aspect of fasting is that it is part of becoming like Christ. It is part of denial. It is part of uh, fasting, it's part of the fruit of the Spirit that is self control. Right. Do you want to add anything? To that?
0: Yeah, I, I just think, again, the context of what we're talking about over these last few months, again, just coming back every so often and taking the broad view of like, how does this connect to like my daily life and my Christian walk? And I feel like fasting is one of those things. It's a tough subject because not a lot has been taught about it. And the stuff that's very often taught or practiced is very misinformed. And it's, it runs the whole gamut from super legalistic of like, it has to look a certain kind of way. To like super liberal where it's like whatever you could just like skipping on Facebook for a day And so like we again, we're, we're trying to come back to what was God's design? For this discipline and also these disciplines in the bigger picture Learning to love ourselves enough to be made into the image of Christ. So how does fasting? if it is a spiritual discipline Specifically help us to be more like Christ because all of the disciplines, prayer, worship, simple, you know, simplicity, all the things that we've been talking about, meditation, and fasting included fasting slash self-denial. We wanted to specifically, we want to focus on fasting today, but we want to give the disclosure of self-denial because there is a place in today's day and age for things like taking a break from social media. Or, But we just need to be careful not to use the word fasting because fasting biblically specifically pertains To food. So, again, just trying to give context that the disciplines are not something that you do in order to get God to forgive your sin, in order to be more like a holier-than-thou person. It's not something that you do to manipulate God. Mm -hmm. Disciplines are there to transform us from the inside out. So what we really want to hone in on today is how fasting, specifically God-designed fasting as a gift to us, not as a chore, but it is a tool and a method for us to find freedom from the entanglement with sin and Satan's dominion, right? It's a tool for us to find the fruit of the Spirit, um, to be made in the image of Christ, and specifically... If there's one fruit that we had to pick to say, like, what, you know, what kind of tree is this? Like, what's going to come out of this? It's self-control. So if you're like, I don't know if that fasting is really for me or if I need to do this. Like, is it really necessary? If you struggle in the areas of self-control, and honestly, you may not even know that you do until you try it. And then you're like, wow, I have a lot of issues with self-control. So, so that... Uh, Just kind of, I wanted to give it, again, bring it back. You know, he he brings the topic and then just kind of tying it in to the broader picture of of what we feel like God is teaching us and where he's leading us, you know, as a community, uh, you know, as the core community. So, yeah, so specifically we want to look at how fasting is a a tool of, of discipleship. It's a discipline, a spiritual discipline that helps us to learn self-control and sets us free from being entangled you know that scripture where paul says let's cast off all those things that entangle us right so that we can run the race that's set before us fasting is one of those incredible tools that not only reveals what we're entangled with but it helps us break free of those things as well and it's not all food
1: so. yeah and we, we need to look as we look through the bible from the beginning to the, to the end you see fasting play a big role in, in our history, the, we hear Moses fasting, we hear Daniel fasting, we, we hear uh, Nehemiah fasting, Esther fasting, uh, Jesus fasting, Paul fasting, uh, the Church is fasting. Like you, you, you see this thing, uh, this uh, this important aspect, important discipline of the Church of of people of God over and over again. But we also need to remember that that. Uh, Christianity is not the only, or Judaism is not the only uh, religion that does fasting. Mm-hmm. Buddhism, mm-hmm. Confucianism, yeah. uh, Hinduism—they they, they fast too. So mm-hmm. it's it's not like we, we we hold on to this thing, but, but that's kind of even give us even more how important these aspects of it. That's something that joins religions. Mm-hmm. Okay, we again we.
0: Right, so even pagans are doing it, then as Christians, we, there's something we need there's
1: to... something, exactly. We, we're missing out on if we don't get it, for yeah. sure. So, um, so some, people, some people say, well, do we have to fast? And, and one of the things is, in one of the commentaries, and actually in both books that we were reading about it, both said there's no command that says that you should fast. But, um, if we look at Matthew 9.15, if you guys can go to Matthew 9.15 really quick... If you can read that first, sure. Actually, 14 and 15. Then John's
0: disciples came and asked him, How is it that we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus, Jesus answered, How can the guests of the bridegroom
1: mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, then they will fast. So two things is kinda of, kinda of interesting that there's the uh, people of kind of the same faith, right? John's disciples, they're like they're they're kinda of cool with Jesus' disciples and everything else and with Jesus, but they're still right there judging, they're like, Hey, why aren't you fasting? But, you know, from from the Old Testament we know that we should all fast and everything else. And Jesus again, first of all, putting authority on who fast is for. Again, it's not just a tradition thing, but it's a thing to connect to him. But then he also says that uh, this is not the time for them to fast, but it says they will fast. It's a, it the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, then they will fast. So there's, again, is that a command? No. But does he believe that they will be fasting? That, that's kind of where he, where he's at. And then as we look at different verses today, you, you, you will see that uh, that was his heart. Fasting was definitely part of our spiritual walk, our our Christian walk in the matter of that um, before as, as we go dive into it I really want to talk about a couple of things so today we kind of broke down our our agenda is like what is fasting what it, it is what it's not what it is and how to do it kind of kind of the simple things and um, one of the first things that I want to talk about and I think Trisha mentioned about it and this is something that I'm passionate about so here let me but this this is my my thing it's
0: not. So yeah it's my
1: uh just because sometimes in our christian faith we're taking taking uh fasting and made it like a, a magic thing mm-hmm. like if somebody sick let's fast for them i need to get a job let's fast for them let's i'm gonna buy a house let's fast for it it's just like one of those things and uh that it becomes it's 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 really sad for me like when when i hear people talk like that i think of elijah when he's going against the prophets of, of Baal, Baal, bell and the, the the there's no fire coming down and he's like hey maybe you should yell a little bit louder or beat yourself a little harder it's just one of those things like hey do something more fancy and then god will hear you right
0: and they and actually like cut themselves they start
1: cutting themselves and everything sometimes that, that's what i see with fasting and then I hear people like, "Oh man, I have such a headache, and I got sick." And man, God is definitely gonna hear me now, you know. And I'm like listening to people. I'm like, "Go get a coffee, please." You know, like they're 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 walking around angry. There, there's no joy in them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, for for the Lord, I will fast food." Please don't. And God
0: is like, "Go get yourself a burger." Yeah, something
1: like so. Th- that's one of the things. Like, I really like it's. It, it, it saddens my spirit um, where it's, it, it is fasting became such a such a thing of, ju- of just like rubbing rubbing the lamp the correct way and hopefully and we and I think the saddest part is that we take away in our fasting the, the way that is we taking away uh, God's sovereignty and putting ourselves
0: yeah.
1: on, the, uh, on the on the throne kind of like if I fast then God would listen to me well you know what I mean and that, that is one of those things that like it, 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 would, it would anger me and I, I've had discussions uh, with other Christians who were like always they, they just throw the word fasting out and like, oh I'm
0: having a struggle well,
1: uh, let's fast maybe we should fast and it's like, like did, did, you, did you pray about it? did that lead you? was there anything that I was like no I just know like we fast and it's when you're in a hard
0: to. time we're not saying it's bad to fast it's just mm-hmm. people throw that out as it's some sort of magic answer. I think you yeah. hit it perfectly. Yeah. It's like this magic, you yeah. know, rubbing the genie lamp. Uh, I, I, I
1: like that illustration. That's exactly. Yeah. It. So, so that's just my soapbox, and I just frustrated with it because there has been many um, conversations made of this. So when I was talking to Trish, I kind of went off at home. She's like, you you, should, you know what? Go ahead. <laughs> uh,
0: They've heard me had a soapbox plenty of times. It's time, this is time yeah. for you to have one.
1: So, the two scriptures that we're going to look at for both what it is not and what it is, is in Matthew 6, and we're going to be in Isaiah 58. So, if you guys want to like, uh, put some, a pen or something in there. Um, so,
0: Matthew 6 and Isaiah 58. We're not going to do all the verses, but those are, we're going to look at what it is not first. Um, in those two texts, and then we'll look at how to define what fasting is from those same two texts.
1: Yeah, and I love I love that we have this because honestly, when Jesus, uh, I, I want to go into Isaiah 58 first and it's going to be verse three and five because I, I really truly believe that Jesus, when he's teaching in Matthew, uh, he is pretty much looking at at what are the, what they said they said before. So, uh, Christina, are you in there. So 58 3 through 5.
0: Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves, and you have not noticed? <laughs> Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife, and it's striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen, only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it
1: only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying left in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? Yeah, so, so it's right there. I like a like the tongue. That's good. That, yeah, that was. That was, was, that was like, than the one. <laughs> yeah, way. yeah, definitely. Can you do that? Is, that, that, what yes. Yes. is that what you call <laughs> 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 So So, 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 so okay. verse okay. verse three right away, and this is where where it says this is how people, like, they fast. They have a headache they're like man i did all this and they're like why have we fasted you mm-hmm. have not seen it like oh now we're questioning god whoops like
0: like how dare you
1: how not dare you i i i,
0: didn't... I gave up my coffee for yeah, you yeah i like... gave up <laughs> coffee
1: for you exactly and you have not i humbled and you have not noticed like can you imagine that that's not very humbling? yeah that's so i'm funny. the most humbling person you ever met <sighs> Yeah, you how know? could you um, and
0: just keep in mind guys we always say this but i just want to reiterate we we're also guilty of this. This isn't something that we get oh, on the yeah, soapbox yeah. and we say we look at our own lives and we're like, oh Lord, <laughs> how little we knew back then. Yeah. You know. Um, and hopefully we don't make the same mistake again, yeah. you know. Sometimes we need to relearn the same lessons a few times, right? Yeah,
1: so so a couple of key points from from these verses of not first of all the not expect like because I did this thing and I, I got power of God like so sovereignty gets changed um, second of all the second thing that we we'll talk about was on that day you're fasting you do as you please and exploit all your workers um, when we're saying like people fast and they don't have coughing they walking around angry and, and upset and I'm like that's not that's not honoring God that's not that's not what what, what God is looking for next one it talks about uh, in, there's ends with quarreling and striving and striking each other with wicked fists like there, there's there's this attitude your actions are speaking so much louder than the food that you have not eaten and again we're, we're going into like Christ-like right we're, we're trying to be more Christ-like is, is this what, what Christ-like looks like Right.
0: and especially tying to you know is it Galatians or Ephesians? Where you know it says the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. So initially when you fast, yeah, the ugly is gonna start to come out. That's to be expected. But the fruit should not be these wicked, you know, this wickedness. The fruit should that be that we become more joyful, more peaceful, more patient.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the la- and the last point was. It says, "Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for a man, humble himself, the mm-hmm. bound." And that's one of those things, like something. People don't live the life that they used to. They don't pray. They don't. They don't uh, read the word. They don't meditate and anything else. But then they throw, jump in. They're like, "Oh, I'll just fast, and I'll be okay." Like it's sadly in, in my heart. And we just had uh, Yom Kippur, a day of atonement, which is the one commanded day for the Jews to fast they have to fast that day so that way their, their sins will be forgiven and their name will be written up that's the only day for Jews that it was commanded that they would fast but that's it the rest of the day they, they live their life any way they want to but it's that one day they do the thing they don't eat they go to the synagogue, they pray the special prayer and they're, and they're hoping that their name didn't then get erased for another year, and they only have a year because they can mess up the next year. So it's just it's this kind of he's pointing out that this should not be a one day thing. this should be a lifestyle of uh, of, of humility, of uh, of expectation of uh, of brokenness, honestly. And then uh, Jesus in uh, six sixteen he picks up, picks up at the same thing again. This Matthew six sixteen. Matthew 6.16 Um, he kind of picks it up in (laughs) the same place Sandra are you in 6.16 Mm -hmm. can you read it just the 6.16 sure when you go without eating don't try to look gloomy as those show offs do when they Mm -hmm. go without eating I can assure you that they already have their reward yeah I I like that 6.16 Hmm?
0: different translation I think how How does yours you want to read yours
1: Mm-hmm. I don't want to change, but when you fast and not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting, who they tell you they have not received the reward. Anymore. They have received have. Thank you. They have and that, it's an interesting thing, uh, one of the commentaries talked about that, it's like you know, like, which is okay, you know like, people be like, hey, you want to eat with us? was like, oh no, no, I'm fasting. Oh man, praise God, good for you. <laughs> and that's, it's kind of one of those, right there you just received your reward. Mm-hmm. You got praise of, of, of man yeah. mm-hmm. the, to be like, all right, congratulations. Whatever else you were, forget the other stuff that you're asking for. You already got one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The vegan tell you they're vegan. It's like, hey. No, okay, cool. Yeah. I just want. Because that passed, saw, like, you know, If I'm Micah sad,
0: was I'm here, he it. would say, "When, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so it's definitely one of those little things i love i love him saying that it's, it is an internal thing it's a total internal thing that we do like i i, I love it that he, he calls them out they they look sober and honestly like i do i have these conversations with people who are fasting i have a headache i, I didn't get sleep or this and that i'm hungry all, all these aspects of it and again it fits between my wife and I. She's like, "Hey, how are you doing today?" I was like, "Man, I was fasting today, but like, man, I really had a headache." I think that's that—that that, that's a. I feel like it's a it's a different thing than. For yeah, me. you don't
0: have to be fake and be like, hey, you know, if you're really struggling. It's great. I just threw up. She's like, "I'm just having a rough day." You know, you don't have to get into the yeah into the like here. It's it's clearly some people fast and they want everyone to know because it makes them seem super right, yeah. spiritual, yeah. and that's the context of what Jesus is talking about here. Um, one of the things that is, is part of this too is to understand that as he mentioned the day of atonement When you follow the stories of fasting throughout scripture fasting is very 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 directly tied to sorrow Grief mourning and repentance. So it is something that was done you know like in scripture where it says like the, the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective So the the ideology is that you fast in order to repent of whatever sin may be blocking your, you know, your prayer from getting to God. So you repent through fasting and afflicting yourself. And that, the reason I share that is because, again, what is it not? This is, if you've come from a Catholic upbringing and you've been shaped by that at all, this is the same ideology that has crept very much into that portion of christianity where it's you know you go to the priest you confess and you say your three Hail marys and you know whatever your act of penance is so fasting was in that pool of if you had sin in your life fasting was a way to to cleanse yourself of that sinfulness to show god that you were sorry and repentant some of that is is helpful for us to know in the history of it but again if we're using that to be like, see God, like I'm so holy, <laughs> um, or to feel like, well I fasted, so now me and God are cool, like mm-hmm. He's just gonna forget. We we cannot use fasting as a tool to wipe away or atone for our sin, and we cannot use fasting as a tool to manipulate God. Those are we, we felt were like the two big big things that are the misuse of the spiritual discipline, um, whether it's from. You know, charismatic thinking, or from more Catholic upbringing, those tend to be the two ends of the spectrum where fasting is is used and abused wrongly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and I, and I was, was I was just saying that was so good. Yeah, and again, we, we need to we need to remember the goal of, of fasting or denying ourselves is. Follow him. If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up the cross and follow me. That's it's, if you want to be my disciples. He says that us, we want to be his disciples. We want to be able to deny ourselves. So the reward of it all is just being his disciples. Is being like him. Like it is absolutely powerful that that Christ, that Christ gets baptized and goes on a forty-day fast in the desert, led by the Holy Spirit. And that's a very important aspect of it. Um, and I guess we'll talk about one of this, but he was led by the Holy Spirit to for 40 days before he encounters the devil himself. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's an important aspect of it, but he has done those things. For, uh, forget Moses, forget Daniel, forget all the other amazing uh, men and women of God. Christ himself did that. that. It was important to him to him to do so. To uh, be more spiritually in tune with what, the, what God the Father was doing in his life, so that's kind of a thing. So that's kind of kind of big steps of what it's not uh, biblically and in my soul books. So let's look at what it is. So let's look at Isaiah fifty-eight six and seven. And again, you guys remember this is this is this is God speaking to His people. So let's look at this as God speaking to us about what is fasting. We, as, as a body of a body of, of Christ, as a church, like all right, we're talking about fasting. What is fasting? Um, Christina, can you read six and seven with your wonderful voices? <laughs> it's not. It's not this
0: the kind of fasting I've chosen to loose the chains of injustice and untie tie the cords of the yoke to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood?
1: Like How powerful. It's it's nothing that we really see in church when we're talking about fasting. This is justice. This is kingdom mindness. This is... Uh, Loving one another—that's yep. what, what fasting to God is. That's what He sees fasting is.
0: But one thing that I want to—I want to just touch on because this was something that Max and I were talking about, but we don't want to get there's there's so much richness in this topic, guys. That as you venture into it, um, it's a whole kind of like unexplored <laughs> territory for a lot of Christians. Uh, So, you know, if you're interested in more of this, like we could definitely come back to this at a later point or on your own if you want to study, we can try to find some resources to help you. But this specific text right here, Isaiah 58, um, where it starts saying in verse 6 and 7, it says, is this not the kind of fasting I have chosen? And it explains. What's important to understand is he's not saying That instead of fasting You should engage in social justice He's not saying instead of fasting You should go work at a soup kitchen Or instead of fasting You should incite a revolt Politically against the powers that be What he's saying is The purpose of fasting Is to break the chains of injustice to set the oppressed free we are the oppressed our communities are oppressed our nation is oppressed this world is oppressed so we're engaging the powers and principalities in the spiritual realm through our fasting and i'm not saying that social i'm i have my doctorate in urban ministry and like ccda movement and community organizing it's good but we cannot make social justice, God. Racial reconciliation, amazing. God made multiculturalism and diversity. I am all for that. But true justice, true righteousness, the true kingdom will not be established until Christ's return. So we cannot lose focus. But to understand this text in context, he's not saying, the, the author is not saying that forget about fasting and just share your food with the hungry share your no he's saying as you fast your eyes become open to the systems of injustice around you and your act of fasting is a statement against those powers that be both in the physical realm and in the spiritual realm and there's a again there's a lot that we could really i mean that we could take a whole day just like sit with that and unpack that but it it's saying that that fasting, the whole point of it, this is why Esther, right? She calls to a national fast for three days because her people are oppressed and they're about to be slaughtered. So she calls them to a national fast asking God to break those chains of injustice. And as they fasted, there was a shift in the spiritual realm that we don't understand. Again, there's there's a lot. I just want to give you like, the tip of the icebergs that you guys can peer into, there's so much that we don't even understand. And so if we misuse this, like, the genie on the bottle thing, we're totally missing out on so much. So, so much that God would have in store for us. And and it's even, like, to share your food with the hungry. Well, what would happen is you had food, but you were not eating it. So, therefore, the food that you would otherwise be either throwing away or consuming can now go to someone who is hungry, the money that you would have used to make those provisions, you would give an alms to the poor to provide the wanderer with shelter or clothing for the, there was an actual fund in the temple that as you participated and you made those, those gift offerings, you were actually overturning systems of inequity. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. So it, That's cool. I just don't want us to read this text and say, Oh, well we just like, God just wants us to be like justice people and not like, no, you're still supposed to fast. Like, and and fasting supersedes volunteering at a soup kitchen every day. Like that's great, it's a noble cause, but at the end of the day, we have to understand that no matter how much we engage these earthly powers, we will replace systems of injustice with new broken systems of injustice. No matter how much reform we do, yep. lobbying, any you may have the best heart in mind, yep. but at the end of the day, every system on this in this world will be broken. Yeah. So you will patch up certain things, but now there will be a new demographic that's oppressed. And if we live in this land where we think, Oh, as Christians, we're gonna build God's kingdom on earth and everything will be made. No, that's that's not that's not what scripture is saying. We still need to engage. The powers and principalities in the heavenly realms again not that we neglect making social reformation here and now but that is not the end game does that
1: yeah does that make sense yeah there's 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 a change when you fast there's a change where where your reliance just like that's why i love that sabbath came after Fasting came after seventh. Seventh, we talked about this is a time that God has put on us to do nothing to recognize that He's the one who's doing everything. Uh, that there's nothing that we have to do to get His love, to get His uh, attention or anything like that. Fasting is one of those things that are supernaturally because we're now we're taken away from the natural ways of I gotta eat three meals a day plus snacks plus nails, else and now we're taking that away and now our reliance, our physical reliance is on God and this supernatural power comes into our lives that changes us for um, to be able to see those things that we have not seen, to notice things that we've never noticed uh, and that's that's what um, uh, fasting does to us and that's why it's, it's so important, that's why I truly believe that. that's why Christ was led to to fast right right after his baptism, right before he started his um, his uh, ministry. Right before it's it's funny that, you know, if you think if you think about it, for, 40 days of, of not eating food, you're gonna be weak. But he was one of his biggest fights was after the forty days of fasting when everybody else would think of you so weak, he was spiritually on point. Here's the devil, here's the the main man from the other side and he clashed and he defeated him um with a clear mind and a a clear clear sight and with the word of god and everything else so there there's power behind that that when we do fast the supernatural becomes so much uh clearer and so much stronger in our lives because of it because that you can only say like wow that was all god there was none it It was god in um
0: just to kind of connect, because it, it's sometimes hard to wrap around, like, well, how is me, like, skipping a meal gonna, like, uproot systems of injustice, right? I mean, there's hunger strikes, but fasting is different from a hunger strike. But, you know, we were reading this text, and it says here uh, in—this was at the beginning in Matthew chapter 9 that we read, where it says, John's disciples came and asked him— how is it that we and the pharisees fast but your disciples do not fast and jesus answers the guests of the bridegroom he gives this whole speech but again if you understand in context so john was preaching the coming of the messiah and the coming of a political kingdom because that was the framework at the time right they were waiting for a political messiah to usher in like a new king david the kingdom of israel this this whole ideology and John says, "Make way for the, you know, prepare the way for the Lord." And he introduces Jesus as, "This is the guy we're waiting for." So they're expecting a political movement. They're expecting, and and John was preaching a kingdom of repentance. His baptism was a baptism of repentance. So, if in order for God to establish His kingdom, He says, right, that the, this famous message, like for revival, right, if my people who are called by my name would turn from their, humble themselves, would humble themselves and pray. You know, we, we've heard this, and and that's that same thinking was okay. John, he came, he prepared the way. You're the Messiah. The kingdom is coming. The kingdom is near, right? So there's repentance and day of atonement. And now, like, how come you guys? So this isn't the Pharisees and the Sadducees. These are John's disciples. They they were like one step away from the apostles themselves. Some of John's disciples were apostles. So if anyone should have understood, it should have been them. And he says, why would they fast when the bridegroom is here? Like, I'm here. But it's that now and not yet. So he's like, I'm here, so they're not going to fast. Because the work is already being done. Like, there's no reason to to fast. There's no reason, like, my kingdom is already being established. And then he says, but then I'll be gone Then they will fast because now we're waiting so we fast now because we're waiting for him to come and he's preparing a wedding banquet Right, he's using the illustration of a bridegroom and he's talking about a wedding banquet And this this will all tie together in a second What was the first sin? It had to do with food So if you're like how is what I eat or don't eat? Connected to the spiritual realm. Let's break it down. Real, real simple. Well, that's another. (laughs) It's not apples, but. The point is, is sin came into the world by us not being obedient when God said, do not eat. He said, you can eat of all of this, but not this. And the boundary that we overstepped was directly connected to our consuming of food. We gave the enemy a foothold and everything was turned upside down because we could not, it had to do with food. Do I understand all of that? No, again, we're not going to get into all of that. And then at the end, there's a wedding banquet and God is like, eat all you want and enjoy (laughs) because you guys made it to paradise, right? So in the meantime, somewhere between do not eat and we transgressed, to Welcome to my kingdom. Well done good and faithful servant. There's a banquet prepared for you in the meantime We're supposed to fast And again not because we have to but because we want to if sabbath is rest fasting is work Fasting is something that we do to labor on behalf of the kingdom So much is said about you know taking on jobs in the church or you know offering your financial gifts and tithes but I have not really heard that if you really want to get down and dirty and do some some kingdom work then you learn the discipline of fasting because like my husband was saying you see it modeled all throughout scripture and you see it modeled in Christ himself at the end of Christ's fast he engages with Satan himself so when you say I'm not gonna eat <laughs> that's why we really want to teach you I want to teach you the truth because I don't want you guys to just be like cool they said we should fast so I'm just gonna try it this week <laughs> we want you to understand that you will be engaging in things and and you're gonna get hungry and you're gonna get angry and you're gonna be tempted and maybe the first time will be super smooth fa- you know sailing but the more that you get into fasting, the more that you're going to engage in things in the spiritual realm that you may or may not understand. And that's why fasting, the other piece about fasting, which is very, very rarely taught, is that while you very often fast alone, you need to fast in the context of community. Because you need to be able to have people to cover you in prayer, maybe who are joining with you and fast and helping you through it. Because there is not only this horizontal piece of drawing closer into the presence of God, but there's this justice piece of overturning systems of oppression, casting off chains of of sin and and strongholds of temptation that are in your life and in your family and friends. Like this is real work, guys. So I hope you took a Sabbath this week. No, we're not. We're not going to tell you guys the so facts. But that's why tonight. You know, just in a simple gesture, we we, we decided we're going to skip the sweets, there's no cafe con leche, and just even in these couple of hours, to really make room for us, like, to talk about this topic with integrity.
1: Yeah, yeah just, just to kind of land, land this, um, the, the simple aspect of, of what Jesus teaches in 17, 617 says, but when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to man that you are fasting, but only to your father who's unseen. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. He, he again just keeps keeps on reminding you over and over. Again, that's it's, it's it's for you to get closer to God. It follows up to not store up yourselves treasure on earth with moth and blessed destroys he's again he's focusing it's 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 a spiritual aspect it's a heavenly aspect that's between you and your fathers it's, it's for you to become uh, more like christ and that's always been as disciples that's always been our goal um, and again there's a lot a lot more behind it so i uh, we always want to walk away with okay so how how is this we we got a lot of information on the spiritual aspect of it on the history after it but how do you how do you do it um number one thing, just like uh, with Christ. I, again, it's, it's a very important thing. I, I think it, it's in all the I think it was in all the Gospels. In Mark and Luke, and in Mark and in Luke, it says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was born. So, the key aspect of it, he was led by the Spirit into the desert. He did not like come up and be like, you know what? I'm just going to fast for 40 days. Mm-hmm. There was some kind of leading. Please don't. In...
0: <laughs> yeah. Please Unless don't. you've been directly prepared and commanded by God to do so.
1: It has to be led by by the Spirit to, for you to do that. Even if, let's say, as a church, we're like, all right, next Tuesday, let's all pray. Was I led by the Spirit to say that? Do you are you guys led? By the Spirit to agree with with me on that one. You know, it's it's an important aspect of it. it I think it really is. Because there's been times when I, somebody, I would try to fast just because, like, I should fast. And then it was the most miserable 24 hours of my life. Or then, or God, God spoke to me and 30, 40 days without food came by and, like, okay, God, you're, <laughs> you're good. That was you. You know what I mean? So it really has to be because God blesses. Uh, If he leads us, he will will bless us in in that place. He will provide.
0: He doesn't give you more than you can handle. But the scripture says that when you are tempted, he will provide a way out. So if God leads you to fast, like I don't want you guys to be scared of fasting either. Like, oh, wow, well, this is a cool discipline, but yeah, no thanks. I'm going to take a hard pass on that one because that's some scary stuff. No, the, the number one priority, again, is it's this incredible tool, like he said, for our own inward transformation. What will rise to the surface is a lot of the ugly that's inside of you. You're gonna see how you're irritable and you'll be like, oh, it's cause I didn't eat. No, it's because-
1: You're irritable.
0: You have problems, <laughs> yeah, you're irritable and it's already inside of you, but the not having that comfort food brings it out. You know, being short tempered. It's not because like, oh, well, you know, if I had just eaten, I would be patient. No, the comfort food is masking the fact that you have issues with patience. Mm -hmm. And so as you lean into this discipline, those things that you struggle with start to come up. And I just want to read um, from Galatians. This is what I mentioned earlier. Uh, Just bear with me as I read it for a second. It says, uh, Galatians 5, starting in verse 16. So I say, live by the Spirit. You will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. The desires of the sinful nature are contrary to the Spirit. Uh, They are in conflict with each other so that you do not do what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The sinful nature leads to acts such as sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, uh, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, divisions, factions, envy, um, and it goes on and on. I warn you as I did before, those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control against things such things there are no law those who belong to Christ have crucified the sinful nature which is with its passions and desires since we live by the spirit let us keep in step with the spirit and and that's the what he, we're saying is is that as God leads you to maybe you just your first time fasting you just skip dinner or a meal, or you go from dinner to dinner or lunch to lunch without a meal, you know. And you, but it, it has to be God led. We we've just kept saying we don't just do these things to do it. And if God leads you into it, then He He will provide a way out from whatever temptation. We don't want you guys to be afraid of a discipline. The enemy wants you to be afraid of it. But again, anything that's worth doing has some risk, right? So if, if it's something that sounds a little bit scary, then that means that it probably has some really powerful potential for like, for growth and transformation in your life. So we don't want you to just jump into it. We, we want us to have the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, right? So we want you to go into it with your eyes open, not just like, cool, well, I'm going to just start this new thing and think that like, okay, I'm going to do a a 40-day fast like Jesus did, because I want to be like Jesus. Please do not. Um, we, we put a little disclaimer: like, do not try this at home. <laughs> we Let's take see your it.
1: doctor before
0: <laughs> exactly. But we do want, if this isn't an area that you've really practiced and made a regular part of your disciplines, for this to be something that you you start to pray about and listen to what the Holy Spirit may be telling you. How do you start this journey? And as pastors. We, we This has been something that we have integrated into our lives for a very long time. And so we wouldn't want you to do it alone. We wanna do this together. We wanna to be a resource to answer questions. Maybe we fast with you, you know, um, whatever that journey looks like, uh, we're here as a community to do this together. Um, because again, there is that, that um, misunderstanding, there's some things that if we're going about it the wrong way, you, you know, it can lead to more confusion or you get sick because you didn't do it properly and you don't know what the warning signs are. We don't want anybody to be set back spiritually. We want you to engage in this, but we want you to do it the
1: right way. Did we get through that? No. 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 Just really, just really quick, just um, little, little steps. Make sure it's progressive just kind of said like um, start with maybe skipping one meal a day for a week Uh, every every week one 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 meal every week I feel like some of you guys do it by accident because you get too busy Um, but the 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 main ones they talk about is a 24 if you're gonna do 24 hours lunch to lunch dinner to dinner uh, start off with a partial fasting where you can still have some kind of juice or tea or even coffee but it's just nothing to eat solid to eat, but, uh, so that way you still have some sugar in you, you have some, some energy in you, um, caffeine, whatever else it is, so that would be kind of first, to, to me it would be a first step, because it's a partial 24 hour, then next one you're going to try to do is 24 hour of water only, again, figure out what you want to do, lunch to lunch, dinner to dinner, we always do dinner to dinner, because we like to start it off, we eat dinner together, and that kind of starts off our thing, and then we end fast together then at lunch I'm I'm at work it's not very like powerful I'm trying to stuff it down in my car before I gotta go to work
0: we've also found that starting and you may feel different but starting with dinner sometimes the hardest part those first few hours your body is on a clock so after four or five hours you start to feel hunger pains you're not really hungry but your body is like not happy with you so it's really hard to fall asleep so if you have dinner like normal and then that sleep stretch is shortly after a meal it's if it's your first time really engaging in a fast that makes it significantly easier than if you went from breakfast to breakfast because by the time you go to bed at night your body is like uh yeah, yeah we're not doing this <laughs> yeah.
1: so you start and so all these like you do it for a while so you do partial 24 hours fast once a week for like a month and if you're ready to move on, where you're like, you know, there's something possible to do the water for a month once a week. You pick a week, pick a day, a Monday whatever, or
0: whatever. Or even
1: just, once a month. I mean, whatever, yeah. whatever God puts on your heart. So the 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 ones i the, the reason I'm stepping is just more like how you want to progress. Then you kind of do 36 hours if you want to do longer. You know, you add another meal. Oh, okay. Hearing voices, I thought it was somebody upstairs. Um, and then, and then going for, going from there, and again understanding that uh, the pains and everything else, it's a lot of it is just habits. Your body's like, I wake up, with, I know it's seven thirty in the morning. I always eat breakfast, so my body's like on Sundays wakes me up because I'm hungry, even though I'm not. But my body's just used to it. Uh, one of the interesting things, Trish, that was a long time ago, she kind of said, "You're." You know your your body needs food. It's not your stomach growling. It's actually your throat starts to close up. That's when you know, know that true right.
0: hunger. Your throat feels like it's closing. So when you feel like rumbling in your stomach, um, you, you probably have like two weeks before you're actually starting to starve.
1: Yeah. So you're like,
0: you got a long way to go before you you're really. So your body will be like, you're starving, but you're. So, but, again, if it gets where you're dizzy or you're having symptoms, you need to take some juice or something, you know. That's why you let your spouse know or call us that if you're like, I'm not feeling right, you know, you see your doctor, you break the fast. Because we don't want anyone to be in danger of, like, low blood sugar or something like that.
1: And then just go with what God is leading in. God leads you 24 hours, God leads you 36, 3 days, 7 days. If God, for some reason, leads you to 40, to 40 but. Again, with wisdom and discernment, um, but definitely, put. Um, make sure you're not doing it by yourself. But it is one of those things that it becomes supernatural um, because you don't understand it. Like to, to say that you did 40 days with no water. You do seven, seven days with no food, just water. It's like, that's not a human. It shouldn't be humanly possible, you know. One of those things where, where people do but it, it all can the be
0: t- done.
1: It yeah, can. people do We've it all. The, it and- do it all the time, and there you're like, all right, how? God, God, is, God takes, takes control of it, and it's, and it's, and it's, it's amazing.
0: It is. It's it is supernatural, and that's why we give a lot of disclaimers about it. Yes. We we did our first six week fast. Six weeks. It was yeah. We were like a year married, I think.
1: We did it while we were dating.
0: And what we did, though, for that first, first one, was we did, like, soft foods for a week, like mashed potatoes or, like, those kinds of things.